0: Again, we hope everybody's safe and God should watch over everybody. We know that we are two weeks into the Omer and we wish everybody a wonderful new month. Chodesh Tov, Er is the Roshet Ani Hashem Rof'echa. So Hashem should send the Refua Sholemah to all the sick people. We have to do Pirkei Avot. And uh, the 8th Mishnah in chapter 1, this Shabbat we will be reading chapter 2, but right now it's before Shabbat, so we're still going to review the last chapter. And every Shabbat afternoon, everybody should go ahead with their family or themselves and review the Pirke Avod, because it's so priceless and timeless. Honestly, my least favorite Mishnah... That I thought was not really practical to the common human being was the eighth Mishnah. It says Yehuda ben Tabai and Shimon ben Shetach accepted from their rabbi Yehuda ben Tabai, and he says, Don't a judge, when you're a judge, you should not make yourself like a lawyer. A judge should not act like a lawyer. When, and when the two People that have come to be judged in front of you, the two litigants, the defendant and the plaintiff, have come there to be judged. You should look like them as evil, as they're both evil, like Rasha'im. And when they, and when the uh, Din Torah, when the judgment and the court finishes and they accept the judgment, the ruling, then they should. Be in front of your eyes as a righteous Sadiq. Now this Mishnah is a very ambiguous Mishnah and I thank Rabbi Ben Shushan that brought from his Rosh Hashiva of Esha Torah, the explanation of this. The Maharal really explains this Mishnah and I wish I knew this Maharal. It would have saved me almost a lifetime of hardship because First of all, the Mishnah is very hard to understand. We know that it's a mitzvah to judge everybody favorably. It contradicts itself. It says, originally, you should look like them as r- rasha, guilty and wicked. And then, when they accept the judgment, what the bet Din says, then you sh- they should be righteous. So, just very short and sweet explanation of the Maharal. Why really are these two people considered wrongful and not good people? And the answer is, the Torah says, Va'asita yashar ve'atov. Sedek sedek tirdof. If these two people were so hard-headed and relentless that they weren't able to work it out and they have to come to official court, that already puts a little bit question mark on their integrity and their ethics. And we are learning the ethics of our fathers. This is the reason why you sh- the, the judge has to be very, very... And the maral says, whenever you look in the Torah, it says, Shivwat Hashem T'yeh B'nehim. If God forbid one of them because he doesn't want to lose money or he doesn't have the backbone to admit his guilt swears falsely in the name of God both of them are going to get punished because it gets it gets very nasty and time consuming as i could tell you personally to be in a lawsuit and that's the people have to realize that it's worth it to relinquish your what your rights, be, don't be so hard-headed and tough and demanding. You give a few inches, you give a few inches, and they weren't willing to do that. And they ha- had to come to a customary official court. So that should be, make you very careful to judge them very carefully and deliberately to make sure they're not lying because these people are not after shalom. They're after fighting and machloket, the maral says. But, after, obviously it's very hard for both people to be winning in a dispute. If they have the integrity to accept what the three rabbinic judge says, then they really should, even the one, you shouldn't look at the one as a liar, the guilty person, because that that he was willing to accept the rule of law, and King David says, be of Elohim Yisport." The Shekhinah was there. Sometimes it's a million dollar loss, but if he's willing to accept the truthfulness of the Dayanim, then they should be, um, he should be righteous in front of you, and look both of them as ethical and good people, because that's already a big deal for somebody to swallow that hard pill of having to pay the piper. And this, I wanted to just share one of the most heartwarming stories my Rosh Hashiva Shlita, Rav Aaron Feldman told me. I asked him, tell me one of the most uh, heartwarming stories you remember. And he told me an amazing story from Rav Shach. Which this, I wish I would have known this story 10-15 years ago, it would have made a world of difference for me. He said that he had a personal friend that had a PhD in education and was a rabbi and had very, a lot of experience in being a principal in New York. An Israeli um, Zionistic movement, B'nai Akiva organization, this is stories going back almost 40-50 years ago, offered him a very lucrative job, and this gentleman moved from New York to Israel. Unfortunately, two weeks before his job started, the board of directors said, we are very upset, and we're wondering why well, you haven't registered all your five, six children in our yeshiva. And the rabbi said, that wasn't part of the contract we negotiated. And you know that I'm more black hat, I'm more Haredi, this is a more modern and Zionistic they said, if you don't bring your kids, it casts, it sheds a bad light on our school. We can't accept you. So his friend was so distraught, they went to Rav Shach. He said, I want to take these people to Beddin. They ruined my life. I moved all the way to Israel, sold my house in New York, and now I don't have a job because they're forcing me. They want to twist my arm and make my kids come to their school, which it's not my type. It's a good school. I'm the head of the school. Rav Shach told this gentleman, this Talmid Chacham, do not go to Din. You in Din, and this is really what the Maharal is saying in Din it gets nasty. People could, God forbid, under their breath, curse at, curse at each other, lie, swear falsely, because everybody has this natural potent tendency to want to be a winner. Nobody wants to be a loser. That's why the Maharal explained, it's always better to make a pshara. Pshara is to come up with a compromise, a mediation, so both parties feel they win. And he said, my recommendation to you is to relinquish your rights, go find another job. And the gentleman really, he said, it was very hard for him to do that. But he he listened to Rav Shakh um Advice, and guess what? A few weeks later, he found a better job, and everything was good. So, may Hashem help us to realize that always our time is so valuable, and in life, a lot of times we have to forgive a little bit and move back a few steps so we don't waste our entire life in this terrible system which not the Torah system, but the legal system here in America is just crazy, you can end up, the only people that end up winning is the lawyers, so this Maharal to me, this Mishnah was my least favorite Mishnah probably in Pirkei Avot, but now it became my favorite Mishnah as of now, and I think you should really, really, it's invaluable, it's limitless how important it is it's not a smart thing to go to Beit Din, look at the Shulchan Aruch always better to settle out of court